We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. One. What's up, guys? What's going on, everybody? Yes, welcome to the Terrible Reception Radio Show. This is episode 39. Yes. We're getting so close to 50. I know. After it's that, crazy. it'll be like 100. And then you have like those, um, was it, what was his name? He always did um, the ball drop on New Year's. Dick something. <laughs> Dick. Tracy? <laughs> Dick Tracy. We're going with Dick Tracy. Um, I'm just thinking of, uh, what's his name? Ryan Seacrest now. Or Carson Daly. Yeah, Aren't they the ones that do it now? Yeah. I mean, like, they're the new uh, guys, but there was a, what's his name? Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van, no, it wasn't Dick Van Dyke, but it was close. He was he was some guy like that, but. Uh, the other dick I know outside of you. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hey. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I got to bring that up. That's uh, there we go. Yes, yeah. that's the only dick I know outside of you. Hey yo, it was funny. I was thinking to myself the other day. I was like, my my dad's name is Jacques, right? But translated in American, it's Jack. So he's Jack Copier. I'm Dick Copier with Roger in the middle. It's Dick Roger Copier. Like Roger that Dick Copier. <laughs> We got a Xerox on one, two, three of a big cock. And you're <laughs> just like, so what the weird. fuck is going on? Or Jack Cock. <laughs> Jack Cock. Oh, boy. So, That's an interesting intro. It is. But. So welcome, everyone. <laughs> Terrible Reception Radio Show slash podcast, episode 39. Um, like every episode, I'll tell you guys to head over to the YouTube. Yes. Like, subscribe, leave a comment, and turn on the bell notification so you can get a uh, notification every time we drop a video of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to keep this on a weekly basis. We've been doing pretty good so far. We kind of had to crunch this one in before the weekend uh, so we could get ready for Monday. Um, uh, Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave a, re- a rating and a review. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the ratings and the reviews... You know, go into the mysterious algorithm of the universe and uh, help push us up into the uh, rankings so that more people can listen to us. And then uh, on Spotify podcast, make sure you just follow the podcast. Simple as that. Exactly. Tell a friend to tell a friend. That's the most um, important thing that I would ask you guys to do outside of like subscribing and following us and listening to the episode. You know, just tell a friend. Stalk us a little bit. Stalk us a little bit. We like being stalked. You know. <laughs> we're getting good with these we're getting there we're okay getting there. <laughs> um let me see i guess we could we, we could set it off with the um and apologies if this episode is a little short there's not a lot of topics to talk about this week because we were super busy but um we'll jump into um signal check signal check ladies and gentlemen it's ronnie flani and jet Michaels on the chicken. <laughs> I guess that's who we are every time this goes. Yo, down. I was, I was, 
I was editing the promo video for the last episode. Yeah. I listened to that song so many fucking times. <laughs> and every single time I hit the button, you immediately go into that voice. And it was the funniest thing ever. Your, your, your WWE inner child is just saying, you know what? Maybe if I was a wrestler, this would be my That would be the worst. My music, like my intro music. You remember Val Venus? Yes. You used to talk like that. <laughs> Like Val Venus. Val Venus. <laughs> he should have did a Velveeta commercial. Be like Velveeta on your nacho chips, your broccoli, and everything else. Oh my god, that would not make me want to buy Velveeta chips. No, or whatever. What is Velveeta? Isn't that like a butter? I feel like it's like government cheese that's oh, sold cheese. to the public. That's right, that the, whip, the whipped cheese. It came in a can and you just like, spray it like whipped cream. I remember like "Don't be a menace" while drinking juice in the hood. They were like one time, like the guy, like he didn't have like wax, mm-hmm. so he was like burning the cheese, over, the government cheese, all over her oh, body. I don't remember that. Like, <laughs> in the truck. In the truck. <laughs> uh, that was a good movie. So, Great movie. Signal check. How are you doing this week? <laughs> oh man, um, I'm gonna say uh, trying to stay afloat. Um, unfortunately, my grandma passed away literally, well, two days ago. Mm-hmm. Um. Rest in peace to Mammy. Mm-hmm. Um, she she was built like an ox. We talked about her a couple times on the podcast. Um, unfortunately, she um, she she was having like I don't know, like she was built strong, but she's been in like a you know couple car accidents and other situations. She broke like ribs in the past, and unfortunately, that's how she went out because. She wasn't like intaking oxygen right and like circulation was bad and she was on several medications. Again, God bless her. She was 93, but she passed out, fell down the stairs and broke eight ribs, punctured her left lung. And I mean, at that age, that type of trauma to the body, you just can't. Uh, How many ribs does a human have? Jesus Christ. That's like the human ribs. has like around like 12. So I was like the majority of her ribs were just like shattered. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, you know, my dad was kind of like, he was thinking that she was going to, like, go to 96, 100, you know, because he was taking she good was care of her. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's only a 20-year difference between my father and my grandma. But, um, again, I think it, it's, nobody wants her to suffer, for sure. She lived a good life, 92. Um, you know, we remember all her great cooking all the great moments we share with her. Um, even when I knew you, like, I don't know, 10 years ago, she was riding a bike. Mm-hmm. And she was like 82. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I think uh, up until recently, I think you rode bikes with her last time you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my grandma just literally amazing. Like, you know, I'm, I'm thankful to have those type of genes in the family. Um, but again, it's like sometimes she didn't die of COVID, which is cool. My dad, like, really took good care of her. Um, I don't think he's tripping either. Like, I don't know. There's like, when you're from overseas, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like for sure you're going to cry. Like people are going to cry. I don't, my dad, I don't think he'd cry, but it's like one of those situations where he accepts Mm -hmm. what it is. And, um, you know, she made it to 93. She made it to 93. You know, can't say that about a lot of people. Yeah. We're (laughs) drinking in the U S we're drinking French beer. My grandma loved beer. We're drinking Cronenbohr. So cheers to, uh, Mammy. May you rest in peace and power. Amen. But again, outside of that, um, life is good in the sense that, um, wow. 
Hey. Hey. I know. I know. Lizzie Gladiator competition over here. <laughs> I know I'm going to get some flack for that one. But uh, <laughs> but I, what I was going to say is that outside of that, life has been good. Um, you know, we, we're staying afloat, like, as as uh, Benetton Music, One-Eye Photography, in a world where, like, entertainment seems void. I feel like there's an underground little movement going on and I feel like for people to remember us after four months, ask us for our services. Um, not only is it an honor, it's a delight to work for people again. And um, I was on set for uh, a trap song for A Boogie in the hoodie. Um, and is it in the hoodie or with the hoodie? With the hoodie, my the bad. Hoodie. <laughs> it's too hot right now to be in the hoodie. So you got to be with the hoodie and keep it on the so side. He, is he just a boogie during the summertime? He might be. I, in I was the fall and winter, he's with the boogie. He's with the hoodie. You know what I'm saying? It's way too hot in Jersey. It's been like 96, 98 here, humidity on 1,000. Look, yeah. I went one day without um, watering the plants. Okay. My parents in the back and yeah. they all like shriveled up. For real. That's how hot it was. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. I've been having like a whole, I mean, you guys can't see it, but I've been having a whole thing. I got like new planters for the plants in place. And I've been trying to replant them because I felt like a lot of these plants weren't getting um, sufficient drainage. So like a lot of them get that, what they call root rot. And I love my plants. You know what I'm saying? Like, like little babies. I like my little babies. It, <laughs> it lets me know like amongst the insanity that's going on right now it's like there's still little life that has no clue what's going on mm -hmm. and they're just chilling like but if they do bad you're doing bad you know what i'm saying like this is like my adult life tamagotchi i gotta take care of that shit you know what i'm saying <laughs> i know exactly what you mean i had this uh one plant <clears throat> i had these seeds from maybe a year ago that i planted recently okay and um I saw it grow into like a little flower, basically, mm. or like a bunch of flowers, actually. And though it was struggling at mm -hmm. first, because I didn't know how how, much, how many times to water it, where to put it and stuff mm. like that, it actually grew pretty big. And I think it's like one of those flowers that like just blooms for a little bit of, uh, a little bit of time and then yeah, just yeah. dies. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the plants that was out in the back. <clears throat> and I went one day without watering it, and it was just like... <laughs> there's like but there's no like recovery chance or? i don't know i don't okay. know what kind of flower it is i can't really do any research on it damn um there's some dope apps out still there watering it so yeah yeah. i was gonna say there's some dope apps out there you just take a picture of the plant and it lets you know everything about it oh but, you need to tell me that yeah i need to check it out it's well i'm probably not gonna be able to take any pictures of it because right now it's like shriveled up damn. but it's all right i might uh and then my oregano plant died too no no. There we go. My bad. Yeah. So our it's the green one for plants. I'm gonna remember that. So you got a sad plant. Mm -hmm. That sucks. This was the sprinkles. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> it needs some of that for my plants, but yeah, we um, need a little bit. I'm gonna invest in invest. I'm gonna try to purchase another plant. I, I want to see it like from a seed. Yeah, yeah. I like I like that process rather than buying one that's already like already blooming and stuff. People leave a leave leave me a comment, right? As a white male in America, am I allowed to shop at Home Depot and get their amazing plants, or is there still some like thing about Home Depot where if if I support the black community, I can't shop at Home Depot? What happened to Home Depot? I don't know. They got canceled. 
Home Depot was canceled for a little bit, but it, like it was vague. Really? Yeah, like I, I was. Care about it. Yeah, they said something about like the Home De- uh, Depot owner, and I was like, "Fuck, man! I get most of my plans at Home Depot. They have a great plant selection." <laughs> Shout out to you planters out there. Yeah, yeah. Check um, out Home Depot. Home Depot's got like, I mean, be like, I'm. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I was. I was thinking to myself. I was like, "Shit," for like, I'm, hundred percent straight male. But like, I could have sworn like, if I had a chance, I'd be part of the Fab Five because between interior decorating. Cooking and uh, fashion. Mm-hmm. That's just you being European as fuck. I guess so. <laughs> Some little bit of metroness in that, right? Metroness. What do you think of this beer, by the way? I like it. You like it? I like it a lot. Dope. Mm-hmm. I always like when it comes to beers. I love beers, mm-hmm. but I can never tell you like what it reminds me of, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't compare this beer to, let's say, another beer. You know? I know you're like an IPA guy, so I like IPAs. Yeah, but like um, this, like. To me, like this is light, like a like a Corona, this is definitely lighter, like a Blue Moon Corona. I think it's like maybe a little lighter than a Corona. Yeah, you know, you, you know, like when it doesn't have that that corn chip slash I pissed mm-hmm. in a bottle taste. That's a Corona right there. For you me. know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that's what I like about this French. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but like European beer. I would say this tastes like a Corona without that. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's only available at um, Total Wine in West Orange. Shout out to Cronenberg. Cronenberg. That's how they say in French. Cronenberg. Cronenberg. You don't really hear the G. Cronenberg. Cronenberg. My dad was like, "You should get the big bottle." I was like, "What big bottle? They only have forty of this." Like he a 40 said, ounce? "Like I don't know. It's a. It's double." Mm. He's like, you must get a bigger one. It tastes better. I'm like, what? <laughs> Do you believe that things in certain containers taste better? A hundred percent. Glass bottle compared to cans. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because first of all, like I, I feel like when heat touches plastic, and if the plastic has any type of subtle flavor, it can permeate. Oh, no. Plastic, yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. like, can yeah, yeah. as opposed to bottles. Yeah, because I mean, um, a lot of things in France, including yogurts, like uh, custards, like desserts and stuff, they all come in these glass jar. And one, you can reuse glass, mm-hmm. right? So if you end up making your own thing at home, you're reusing the glass. Two, I think it preserves it better. Mm-hmm. And it just tastes like you feel like, ah. It doesn't feel like it's contaminated. No. Like I feel I, like you sterilize a glass bottle a lot yeah. better than a can for some reason. Like some of the best waters come in a glass bottle. Yeah. You know? So I'm boss. Shout out to boss. Boss. Boss <laughs> it up. That's such an elegant bottle. But I like I think I saw like I'm I'm obsessed with watching those YouTube videos on uh, pH levels. Mm. And like Voss wasn't there. It was like it was there, but it wasn't high. You know what I'm saying? It mm. wasn't like uh Fiji or whatever. Was and it, I don't know like was it acceptable. It was acceptable. I think it was like a like a five or something. It wasn't like a it wasn't like a what's that one? That Coca Cola makes, not Aquafina. What's the other one? Is it? It's blue. Aquafina is Pepsi. No, Dasani. Dasani. It's not like Dasani where it's like it's turning your like pee acid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think the older I get, the more I look into waters. Yeah, yeah. Which one's the best water? pH. Uh, pH wise, the thing is, they tell you that alkalines are pretty high on pH, but too much alkaline water can disrupt your system. Right. You're supposed to replenish with alkalines just to like balance your pH. 
but I think spring waters and mineral waters, like there's a French brand called Volvic mm-hmm. and it sells in the US. It's just more expensive, but you can taste the minerals in it. So you shouldn't drink any of too much of any type of water, right? So like Volvic, you, you, don't, you don't drink it because then you're adding too much minerals in your system. So that's not good. Spring water, I think, is the safest. Like sourced water is the safest. Make sure you get spring water because like that's the best for us that you can drink all the time. But if you drink too much alkaline water, like that guy that you put me on, right, Carlos, or uh, the water company, mm-hmm. right? I always do a half and half. So I do half alkaline, half spring. So like I switch out each bottle on each time so I'm not doing too much of any type of water. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. Yeah. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, pH level should be around eight, nine, highest or like twelve. But like, I've been drinking Essentia lately. Essentia is great, yeah. actually. But the only thing about Essentia, right? And if Essentia, if you're listening, not only would we love to be on your roster, <laughs> but I think they should go with glass. Yeah, because well, the, everyone should go with glass because the plastic bottle is saving them money. I understand it, mm-hmm. but they're quality of water if it was in glass what do, you, what do you think of boxed water i can't get past the texture of boxed water i'm not with it because it's one of those things kind of like the plastic the wax yeah it affects the water taste i don't know man i can't get past the the, the texture of a box yeah like it, i always feel like milk should be coming out of it if you feel like tongue in a ups package you know that might be your thing no man i'm, uh, good. I'm good i'm good yeah um anything else Nah, I've, check wise. I've been good. Mental uh, health's good. What's that? Mental health's good. Mental health is good. Um, I was stressing yesterday. Um, oh, I came yesterday. across. Oh, we did the shoot yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that was good. That was good. Later that evening, uh, I came across. Uh, well, you know who he is. Came across my old stepfather, and I wasn't happy to see him. Oh God. So. That made me angry. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. But that was it. I mean, other than that, man, like... I among- feel the negative energy, right? Oh, man, instantly. It's instantly. like, you ever seen those Zoloft commercials with the little egg? Yeah. They used to walk around, everything was sunny, except for the little dark cloud uh, above them. That's how I feel. Dude, so true. Negative tri- energy. So, like, I don't know. I don't think anybody should have, like, power over you where they can trigger you so badly. But, like, that person in general just triggers me, so... It's something I think I got to work on. And I just saw it from like my reaction afterwards. I was like, fuck it, man. I can't let anybody have that type of... You, you punch know. the air? I wish I did. You go into your room and punch. Yeah. I was, I was, I was, you know, I was complaining. I said, I have nowhere to, um, I don't know, let this out on. You know what I'm saying? I need that. I need something like I can... You should just like aggressively masturbate <laughs> with no lubrication. <laughs> All down, no up. I've never heard that before. All down, no up. All down, no up, baby. Oh my god, that sounds horrible. How you doing though? <laughs> I learned the new expression. All down for all no you up. fellas that are getting all down, no up. All down, no up. You ever heard of a stranger before? A stranger? Yeah. Yeah. What you um. Up? Usually, like, take your opposite hand that you're not used to using. You put it under your ass. Look at that. You let no. it fall asleep. You know it. 
We're dirty fucks out you here. You masturbate to it, and it's supposed to feel like you're not doing it. You're exactly. Not. But what do you do? Like, your hand fell asleep. I think, you know I, think I tried that once when I was, like, younger when I first heard about it. And yeah. I, I don't think I did it right. Damn. Yeah. I did some wild shit one time. Here we go. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. Was this it. mental health check? Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So, damn. You ever fuck a couch before? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> All right, so you take a you take some lotion. Depending how this goes, I might say yes or no. Go. Right, you take lotion, you put it in a baggie, you find the tightest space on your fucking couch, and you just go out of here. <laughs> this ain't the Rick James version. You know what's funny? I think I saw something on Twitter that was very similar to that, where it's like you cut a hole in your mattress and yeah. put a bag into it and fill it up with lotion, and you hump your mattress, basically. Listen, like, I mean, for males out there, you know, uh, shout out to your your homeboy Carlos. Carlos is gonna be listening to me right now. Oh, this has nothing to do, but he knows like this world. Everything has a double standard, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were talking about it. Okay. So I'm just saying, man, it's um one side of the scale has tipped when it comes to the females and you know toys out there. With guys, they're just like, hope your life is good. You know what I notice in adult life though, you don't need toys with your partner. You try to introduce toys. Sex is like French fries, all right? Like, if the French fry is good, you don't need ketchup, okay? That's the way I see it. Ketchup is just like masking the flavor. It's trying to say, hey, this is whack, but we're going to try to add a little spice to it. A good French fry never needs ketchup. That's the way I see it. So I feel like sex is the same. I partially agree with that. Okay. Just because I'm a big condiment person. (laughs) And then you see like a bunch of like play toys behind Jay's dungeon. I went to uh, Stickies today. You ever been to Stickies? The chicken? Oh, no. You you keep mentioning it. It's the one in the Paramus Park Mall. Yeah, it's really good. Um, And you get your choices of like sides and they have tons of sides. Not sides, but (laughs) dipping sauces. I know how we got here, but still. I had uh, garlic aioli. Okay. Um... What was the other one that was really good? I you forget think, the name of it, but it was like a sweet, spicy barbecue sauce. That was you think good. garlic aiolis are just too easy where it's like, this tastes good by default? Just because it's garlic aioli. Anything that has the word aioli in it. Right. I'm in it. <laughs> that should be like like somebody's stage name. It'd be garlic like, my aioli. name is Vincent Aioli. I like it. Right. How about a pastry chef named... Robert Aioli. That sounds official to me. <laughs> Roberto Aioli. <laughs> Roberto Aioli. I make a best based. Uh, how do we get here? Well, we talk about Something condiments. About I said French fries. Good sex is like French fries. Right. Right? You don't but have do to we, bring in play do we toys. Get there? Well, what I what I was saying is just that again, there's a tipping scale, right? I feel like a, a lot of the females have okay. so many sex toys to choose from. With guys, they socially social standards have made it like whack like if if you choose to get a sex toy as a guy you're either um i don't know pervert you're either a pervert you're super lonely um uh i guess you're known to be uh freaking sheets i don't know (laughs) it's just made it's made to be weird for us versus women it's like normal 
You know what I'm saying? And like, if you're somebody that's just like, hey, maybe I don't want to like, just because we have a hand or whatever, it's like, all right, you have a hand too. But like somebody put more thought process into making your life more pleasurable by creating something for you. So it's like, there's there might be things for guys, but it's not to that. You ever go down the aisle in the supermarket or CVS and you see the shampoo selection for a female versus a male? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, the sex toy game. You know what I'm saying? It's like so many options. And then it's like, hey, do you want the body wash and the head wash duo? Or do you want the bar of soap? And it's okay because we're kind of like, we're simple creatures, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we like, we're like straightforward or we've socially made ourselves to be straightforward guys. But at the same time, it's like the sex toy game. It's like, okay, we got a pocket pussy. We got our hands. Flashlight. Same thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Same thing, pocket uh, pocket pussy flashlight. Mm-hmm. What else do we have? I prefer the uh, flashlight. What else do we have? The cock rings. Yeah, but like even those, that's made to like, I mean, it could be something like visually stimulating maybe to ourselves to see us at our girthiest or whatever, or somebody else. But it's made to please somebody else at the end of the day. Depends what you need to get. Because there's, there's some that like cut off. I don't want to say circulation, but I mean um, that's the job of it. Period. Right. It's to let blood flow. Right, right, right. But there's some that like wrap around the testicle area too, which stops the yeah or elongates an ejaculation. Exactly. Whatever, so. I just like to me it'd be like I don't know. I feel like it's out there. It's I'm out do, there. I'm do some research. We should. I've done some research. Leave a comment. <laughs> Leave a comment. What's your favorite flashlight? Leave a rating. <laughs> I was looking into getting one, which is funny. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think, think it's like for guys, it's like if, if you, maybe you're not out here trying to be with these wild 2020 women, hot girl summer might leave you with some or quarantine, some, something spicy. You don't want that. Hell no. You know? Do you do it the safe route? Do it the safe route. Get yourself a, a flashlight. Yeah. But it's kind of like, again, I get, it gets back to my point where it's like, if you buy something for yourself as a guy, it's like, it's demeaning, right? Or that's mm-hmm. the way it's kind of been put out there. We gotta. Ch- well, we it, have it, to change the narrative. It's a, it's a taboo. Yeah, I mean, I I talk about it quite a bit, so it's not very weird when it comes to. It's not very taboo <clears throat> when I think about it. No, again, I was looking into possibly getting one of those, and the, the weird thing about it is that they should. They've got to figure out a way to do, give you like a test run yeah. of something. You know what I mean? I feel like our culture I feel like our cultures growing up are very sexually driven. Mm-hmm. They're very. Um, I don't know. Sexually free. Yeah, they're sexually free. They're fiery. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, France is just known for being passionate. You know, yeah. every French character, even Pepe Le Pew, is very, you know, romantic, blah, blah. And then, like... Yo, I was, I was having a conversation about skunks the other day. Okay. And I remembered about Pepe Le Pew. And yeah. I'm looking back at Pepe Le Pew. He was kind of a little, a little too forward, no? Yeah, he was. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Hashtag me too. All the way. All the way. He was always like, my baby. You know what's weird about that, too? Again, outside of this podcast, I've had my multiple discussions on these things. But, like, again, this is not all women. This is not all men. Let me make that clear. But if you have a character like Pepe Le Pew, right? He's very, like, um, he's a lover, right? charismatic the women kind of push him away and this and that but they kind of end up falling for him too 
Hmm. And there's a lot of psychological research behind women having rape fantasies. Hmm. Well, yeah. So, like, to me, living in a Me Too movement world, it's kind of weird that I've heard it from women, too. Mm-hmm. If they're interested in the way the guy looks, no problem. Can I tell you a story? Okay. So Amy frequents Reddit quite a bit, right? Mm-hmm. And she went into this one, what do they call those? Reddit or subreddits? I, I don't know yeah. the terminology, but she went into one of those threads <clears throat> about that. There was a girl talking about her sex fantasies, and one of them was a rape fantasy. Mm. And she said that she would go places to try to get raped. Damn. To fulfill her rape fantasy. But when I think about it, it's like, You think this is a real person or a troll? I don't know. Okay. Let's say it is real, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This person goes to a bar, right? And her intention is to get raped, right? Mm. If your intentions are to get raped, is it really rape? No. Because your intention is to have somebody have sex with you, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking about it and I'm like, how does that make sense? Somebody makes sense of it's it. It's a for tough me. one. I mean, the depth of psychology is a is a mother effort. What's even weirder is that there are guys out there mm-hmm. that are raping, let's say, this girl. Mm-hmm. And they're just roaming the streets, you know what I mean? That's crazy. First of all, I don't condone any type of rape, any type of forceful action. You know, I was on my... You know, I've, I've been on music video sets, and a lot of these guys, just because they're paying <laughs> the video girls, feel like they can get grabby and all this other stuff. So, you know... Um, I don't condone that. I always think that somebody, you know, somebody will be like, oh, well, the women are there, so they're letting it happen to them and this and that. And it's just like, well, both sides should know better. You know what I'm saying? Like, be a gentleman about it. Even though, you know, these ladies are out here showing all your goods, having no problem with it. You know you like it. You know you look good. You know everybody else likes it, but, you know. I say just enjoy the show. Stop being a creep. Yeah, I know. It's kind of <laughs> crazy. But. Yeah. I don't know how we got here, but I'm glad we got there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes um, it's, you know, it's, again, it's just thoughts. It's just, yeah. I want to I wanna enter spaces of what somebody might be thinking, but doesn't talk about, so. Yeah. I mean, I've been real big on that with a lot of my friends, because a lot of my friends, I noticed they're really, they're in that mentality, the, the regular mentality of, hey, we shouldn't be talking about sex and stuff like that. Really? Sex is taboo. They don't really speak on it, but when I talk to Amy about it in front of them, they think that we're like, you know, the Bruce. gatekeepers, I guess. Because gatekeepers like, of sex, I guess so. <laughs> the the gatekeepers of the conversation of it. You just so. got a big vagina shield and a big dick sword. You're like, would you like to enter? I have a big dick printed on my chest. <laughs> she has a big vagina on her chest. We, we are the gatekeepers. <laughs> No, in the sense that, you know, we'll bring up a conversation with each other in front of them and then that makes them feel comfortable to talk about it. Gotcha. So, I mean, first of all, how do you think we got here? Third. Stork, right? Third, again, women, like my father would say, he's he's like, you know, the women are thinking about the pricks as much as the men are thinking about fucking. He's like, if anything, the women think about it more. But it's taboo, right? Yep. Double standards. Mm-hmm. We're both human. Yep. You know? We all grown. Behind closed doors is like most of the time women have always told me, you know, how horny they are or how, you know, this, that, and the third. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like. Well, I, co- I listened to a couple of, um, well, right now just one like 
sex positive podcast. And it's interesting hearing the female perspective mm-hmm. because the females were always painted as the conservative ones. Okay. Like they don't speak about they're the ladies in the streets and the freaks in the sheets type of people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's it's always interesting hearing like these sex positive people just speaking freely about sex yeah. and how like simple it could be or should be. Yeah. When you're talk, talking about this kind of stuff. So it's just like a real I don't know. It's a real fine line because sex is uh sexuality is very psychologically based, right? So like sapiosexuals and this and that. It's like everything's everything correlates with each other. So it's like it's that fine line too, where it's like, okay, if you have a small person fetish, it's accepted. Right? To a certain extent, it's become accepted. Right. But again, <laughs> this could be a crazy conversation, but we live in a world of exposing pedophilia. And now they're saying certain pedophile groups are trying to get Normalized or accepted, oh my god, just as much as LGBTQ. I've seen, I've seen some stupid people, like you know that. what I'm saying? So it's like it's a crazy mentality, you know. There's so many things, it's just very raw, yeah. But, um, you know, no pun intended, no pun intended, <laughs> but it, you know, it's uh, sexuality is very four dimensional, in depth, everybody's different. Things, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like it's like your palate on food, your vision on life, way different than mine. Mm-hmm. So you might be that guy that's like, yeah, I tried that. I'm not really about it. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't give it that type of props. And then me, I'm like, what are you talking about? That shit's amazing. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's got their own little vibe and flow. You know what I'm saying? I've seen certain women that like, like even from a um attraction standpoint, they're like, yo, he's bald. Let me get with him. Mm-hmm. And you're like. On women like guys with like full hand of hair and stuff. it's like to each their own. Yeah, to each their own. Yeah, man. But that's cool. Well, there's signal check for you. <laughs> You're now listening to Ronnie, Flonny, and Chet Michaels with all their sexual info. <laughs> okay, that was great. <laughs> signal check on my end. Everything's okay. Um, had a lot of work this week. Yeah. Um, we had that shoot yesterday mm-hmm. for the realty company. So we shot a little commercial for the, each of their realtors, mm-hmm. um, which was fun. I like yeah. being on set for that. You um, help your like surrounding communities too mm-hmm. by doing that. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of small businesses helping other small businesses. Right. So um, shout out to them. Uh, Casa Real. Casa Real. Casa Real, like the white people would say. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um what else? Uh, I did a shoot for Amy last week for her birthday. We're trying to make it a tradition. Every birthday, we're going to do a shoot together. You could keep it that on low key. Yeah. I can show you a couple edits after we're done. Okay, here. okay. Um, I, I spent most of the today just editing some photos. Nice. Just trying to get the colors right. and Because um, I loved a couple of the photos, and I just was overexposed, and I'm trying to like save the photo. So mm. I did a lot of like Photoshopping today. Lots of Photoshopping. And then the... The, the underwear was a little too far in one direction, so I had mm. to, like, paint the the panties to go up a little bit to hide the half the vagina that was exposed. Jesus Christ. But it was fun. I, I liked editing the photos. So um, I'm not done yet, but I can show you a couple after we're done here. Cool. I like where they were at. And um, what else did I do? Uh, da, 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 da. It's 
pretty much it, right? <clears throat> I think so. Nothing crazy. Think so. But I felt like I was super busy this week for some reason. Yeah. Oh, it's because I had difficulty exporting the, the podcast video mm. the other day. That's why, because once we export the podcast video, I can't use Resolve. I changed, I changed this on the multi-track, so we're going to see how this works this week. Mm-hmm. It might be all like set it, forget it type of... I hope so. It sounded great. Tell us what you guys think. Did mm-hmm. you guys hear an improvement mm-hmm. in the audio since we changed to the Rode Procaster? Mm-hmm. Or do you love the white noise from the past? <laughs> and do you like the sounds? Yeah. I think it rhymes... <laughs> So good. <laughs> Fucking love this thing. Right. But uh, let me see. Mental health wise, I've been good. Uh, parents came back from Florida. So there's them transitioning back into the home. <laughs> I hope they didn't bring the Rona. They're getting tested tomorrow. Okay. See, no, Sunday. So what Sunday. happens in a situation where your parents get the Rona? Then I got the Rona because I hugged them yesterday when they got home. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, but I mean, when they were down there in Florida, they didn't really go anywhere. Like, yeah. They went to a couple of restaurants, but they social distanced. They what about only being on family. an airplane? Uh, they wore masks. Okay. Um, I don't know what else. I just saw them with a picture wearing masks. Airplanes are like the new peach peach tree dish of... Petri? Petri. Petri dish. Petri. Peach. I was saying, I added peach too tree. much of a hard H on that one. I want a peach now. <laughs> mm. Yo, peach has been in season. Shout out to all the peaches. <laughs> Shout out to them peaches, yo. Organic peaches be drippy, bro. We're going to shout them out on the gallery today at Peach Tree. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, that's pretty much it. I almost threw my nephew down the stairs today because he pissed me off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't actually do it. I just but imagine I it feel like, like a, doing it sometimes. You know when Uncle Phil used to throw um, jazz out of the house. <laughs> out yeah. of the house. It was kind of like um, I think it was what was it? No, that's so Raven. She predicted the future, right? Or she saw visions into the future, or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Well, there's like some show or some movies where you like sit there and just run through scenarios in your head, where you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, I just want to grab him and just like chuck him, and that's all that makes you feel better. Yeah. Just picturing it in your head. Yeah, but I wanted to, you know, hit the kid today because <laughs> he pissed me off. He's being very spiteful and very antagonizing. Yeah. Yeah. So if you see the uh, sticker for the uh, 24 to 70 ripped off, that was his little ass that did it. How? And looked into my eyes as he did it. The little shit. 24 to 70. Oh, on the, the back of it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was he's, like, been, that's he's a... been playing with the lens cap lately, right? And I keep on telling him to give it back. And he's like, no. I'm like, give it back. No. I get to him. I stand up to him. And I'm like, give it to me right now. He looks into my eyes and goes, Shh. Oh, my God. And to keep myself from hurting this child, I literally shoved him. <laughs> he's like. <laughs> Yo, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. My body, the first thing it did was like shove him. Damn. I felt like a bully. I was like, oh, you little asshole. That's crazy. But um, yeah, so that was that. And uh, it has been super hot lately. Extremely hot. So um, yeah. You know what's funny? Um, are we going into the next segment? I think so. Okay. Well, do you want to intro it? Ladies and gentlemen, this is... What's the way with Chet Michaels and Ronnie Flunny? Okay. 
All right, so what's the wave, right? So what's the wave? This segment of the show, if you're new to the show, is uh, we um, just pretty much just say what's on our mind. We kind of just did that already, but it's kind of uh, just catching up on uh, current events or anything mm. that's going on with us creatively or professionally and stuff like that. So Yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted to um, ask you or kind of follow up, right? Because we were having this whole discussion on Trumpador. Trumpador? Trumpador mm-hmm. on... Um, you know how he wasn't wearing the mask, <laughs> yo, and now he's wearing the mask. I'm gonna make a promo clip of us talking about that with him going, "Here's my mask, right here. Here's my mask. I wear it all the time. I wear it all the time. If I'm in a crowded elevator, I wear it. I wear it all the time." He's like, "You know, when you wear a mask, you're just magical." <laughs> I'm President Trump. I'm the Trump. I'm Get the Trump bitch. I'm the Trumpinator. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so the thing is with Trump, right? He's trying to do the right thing now, okay? He's a little delayed to the body. Yeah, mad delayed. Mad delayed. But I see a bunch of Democrats. Yes, Democrats, you peoples. Democrats Democrats are like the person you can never make happy, right? They're like your Hispanic mother on Christmas. Okay. And you thought you got her the best Christmas present ever. And guess what? They say, where's the return it's receipt? It's never good enough. It's never good enough. I assure you, it's never good enough. So, Just get her a gift card. Again, this is my thing, right? We live in 2020. We need a lot more, what's the word? I wouldn't say remorse. Not remorse. But like, it's like the whole the whole discussion with all this, right? Racism, everything else. We want people to learn, right? Mm-hmm. So even... In the eyes of anybody that's against a Trump, that's like, you dumb motherfucker. You've been dumb for so long, right? And it's kind of like your nephew, right? You finally got him to do something. Are you going to yell at him because he's doing it right now? No. No. So let's do this the same way, right? Everybody should have a chance to learn. Even if somebody told it to him the way he could understand it, he's doing the he's Now he's creating symbolism. For the people. And this is like, again, this is for anybody. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm just trying to get my whole thing is right. In what's the wave, every time what's the wave comes around on the terrible reception radio show, mm-hmm. I'm trying to promote humanity. Okay. We should be humane in understanding we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Okay. Nobody's perfect. Jay Suarez isn't perfect. Nobody's perfect. Okay, so same thing. Joe Biden, we know he's not perfect. (laughs) Obama, he's he's not perfect. He's not even on this planet, Joe Biden. At the time, Obama wasn't black enough for some black people. Mm -hmm. Okay? He wasn't white enough for some white people. (laughs) He was right there smack in the middle. (laughs) Okay? Bill Clinton was too black. (laughs) Bill Cosby was too rapey. (laughs) Where the hell is this going? (laughs) First of all, but we all know. Okay, if we want to push forward, if we want to have racism take the back seat, right? Mm-hmm. We got to let racism know that it's been doing a horrible time driving its vehicle. So it's okay to sit passenger <laughs> or just step outside of the car altogether. Mm-hmm. But if racism realizes it's not a good driver, at least it realized it. So let's, again... Take everything with a grain of salt. 
and realize if somebody decides to do the right thing, whether you hate their guts or not, let's uh, we don't we can acknowledge that. Hey, you know what? Thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What's the next thing? What's the next problem? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's checked off now. What's the next thing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, so you're saying that some Democrats were what? Democrats are looking for like. It's the same thing with Republicans, right? I just hate the whole fucking propaganda behind it because there's so much separation between having the parties. Again, the way that social media fucking um, propaganda sells itself to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you start following one thing, you're going to see everything else and you can become one track minded. Mm -hmm. So for me, what I'm saying is, in general, whether you were blood or a crip, if a blood or a crip does the right thing, let's acknowledge that a blood or a crip does the right thing. So for those that don't know, what are you saying exactly? I'm just saying. Well, specifically. What I'm saying specifically Trump for Trump. So Trump said, hey, I'm be wearing my mask. I'm so wearing the mask. Are saying, he's like, you, he's like, we should wear a mask, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, when I'm entering crowds, I wear a mask and this mm-hmm. and that. He's doing it, I guess, in his way of respecting the mask mm-hmm. dance. <laughs> so... Again, we should just be like, you know what? Cool. Thank you for actually acknowledging that the mask is important for other people's safety. Let's keep it moving. Can we say that and then call him an asshole afterwards? You can call him an asshole for other things that he's being an asshole for, but you can't constantly. Like, you know what? I used to be a big fan of Trevor Noah, Mm -hmm. but Trevor Noah has just become a Democratic dick rider. Mm-hmm. And it's all about Trump. Like I don't hear any funny shit from him anymore, and that's what ruins people's careers. It's like you too left, you too right, you're too far in one direction, and it's like you became like a robot. You became a diplomat instead of a comedian, mm-hmm. and it's okay to have your choice. Like if you're Democrat, ride out. But his whole thing, you can see, like he has Democratic hatred towards Republicans, or like. You know what I'm saying? He's just like, people get lost in this whole thing. And it's like, bruh, where's Chappelle at? You know what I'm saying? Like, That's why I like listening to Andrew Schultz. Exactly. Anybody could get it. (laughs) Exactly. Anybody could get it. And that's the way it should be. It should be, um, you use it all the time. You said um, Mm non-bias, right? Mm -hmm. I love the Mm non-biasness. Just do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Lead by example. It's funny that that he said that like a few days after we dropped our episode because I was thinking about it and I was just like, why didn't you just say this months ago? But um, do you think more people wear the mask now? Now that he's like, hey, I wear it now. Hey, check it out. You might or there might people just be like, you know what? He was forced into it or this or that or that. Or let me dig into my conspiracy bag. Do you think he... Or his party mm-hmm. pretty much cut the legs out of everything and made the whole country hit rock bottom to the point where he's going to look like a savior now. Now that he pulled his mask out of his pocket, now no. he's going to fix the economy. Now coronavirus is going to disappear because everybody's going to be wearing the mask. And now he saves the world. Right now, it's kind of like, for sure, he... He lives with the problem of like he's always trying to right his wrong too late. And he's trying to win 
other people that don't believe in him and his party over and over. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with the Democrats. Democrats will probably come out and be like, hey, we'll give you a stimulus check of $6,000 each week because we want to win. Right now, again, it's like everybody wants control of something. We don't even know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? We're all puppets at this point. We all getting played. Because if the whole, if you want to talk about conspiracy theory for me, it's like the whole reason for the mask is going to be like, oh, you don't want to wear the mask anymore? Take this pill. Take this vaccine. So then there's going to be upper echelons of people who don't wear masks and get to go into places without a mask because you took the vaccine or you didn't take the vaccine. You get to go, your kid gets to go back to school because you took the vaccine. So something's going to be for sale. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know? And it could be worldwide, but something's going to be for sale. Somebody that has the upper hand above everybody that says, hey, you wanted to go back to normal? Pay up, buddy. We've been paying you. Now it's time to pay us. Everybody's like getting coaxed, massaged right now. Like, ooh, you love that extra $600 a week? Oh, you don't, you love being off a little bit. I did see that a somebody's paying a vaccine producer to make a hundred million doses of some kind of vaccine or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like there's more than a hundred million people that would want that probably. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> so like, like I feel like they're making just enough to cause the ruckus or to jack up the prices or whatever. To some people, <clears throat> vaccines are going to be like the new Canon R5. Are you going to get your pre-order in? Put it in Only to be terms. disappointed to know that it overheats? Put it to understand. Put it in more understanding terms for people. For people that are not understanding, right? Like Travis Scott Jordans. <laughs> Travis Scott Jordans. Kylie Makeup Palette. All right? You put it in your pre-orders mm-hmm. only to be jammed. Only to catch an L on the sneakers Only to app. catch an L. <laughs> on the vaccine app. <laughs> I don't know. Again, my take on it, right? I think that in, the certain, in a world, right? In a world. If I'm not... To an extent, I'm anti-vax, and I'm going to let it know. But I know that vaccines, there are vaccines in this world that are essential to defeating horrible diseases, viruses. So how do you distinguish that? How do you distinguish? Well, you can't. Because a lot of the time, they're on this conveyor belt of, hey, 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 we got the answer. And you're like, are you sure you got it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's kind of like, you know. The only way is a waiting game. That's a hit. It's a waiting game for sure, but it's like I don't know. This because <sighs> the way I see it, you say you're anti-vaxxer, right? Mm-hmm. No, or... I said I'm anti-vaxxer up to a certain point, right? Like for right. me, when the flu comes around, some people are like, yeah, I get vaccinated. I'm like, you don't know what's in it, mm-hmm. you don't know what junk it is, and it never like, never like, make sure you you always get it anyway. So I'd rather build immunity mm-hmm. than just have something that says, oh, it keeps it away from you, and you still caught it. Mm-hmm. But what's inside your body? Yeah, that you I, know? I never get flu shots. You know what I'm saying? So there's certain things like good. that. You know what I'm saying? That I'd rather build it. I'd rather build natural immunity. It's kind of like there's some people out there, I realize it, you know, they get stomach staples. They get their stomach stapled, right? They're like, I ate too much and I don't want to go to the gym, so I want to lose weight the easy way. So you get your stomach staple. You can only eat like less than a pea size of food. If not, you get over fucking full mm-hmm. and you're like i lost weight that way because you don't want to go to the gym it's the same thing to me i was gonna say i can't say that that's easy either it's not easy it's a process to everything it's a process to everything but you have to realize right in the world that we live in 
Not people like we just started entering the world of mental health, right? Take care of your mental health. There's too many people killing themselves, stressing out, killing their family members because they're stressed out. We just started entering the world of health. Go to the gym, work out, stop drinking regular milk. You know what I'm saying? Before then, just like everything else, it's like we never learn as humans. Oh, yeah, this isn't good for you. You know, you talk to your grandpa. Smoking was excellent. To, you know, then they started adding chemicals to tobacco and Marlboro and Newport and this and that. And then, oh, everybody's got lung cancer. Isn't that amazing? So where do we learn our lesson of saying, yo, this is great for you. You should do it without researching it. Sure, we need time to learn our lessons. But for the things that are evident, why do we keep making the same mistakes? Because it's an easy way out? Because it's instant? You guys like Instagram. You guys like Insta food. I like Insta microwave. But that microwave or whatever else, it's like, okay, I got instant access to my phone, to the internet. But when somebody ends up having some type of weird-ass radiation cancer that everybody complains about on small scales, because it's not... It's not, it's not like getting hot, hit with a high dosage of <clears throat> McDonald's in one point. Like It's not like I ordered two Happy Meals and eat them down. It's like I got instant cancer. Mm-hmm. It's the people that do it little by little. You start, you start partying every weekend and putting alcohol in your body every weekend. That's the little increments that are going to fuck up your liver, right? You're like, damn, I got this gut now. Your body's unhealthy physically. You can see it, right? After that. You you get McDonald's to, you know, satiate your drunkenness. Mm-hmm. You start doing fast food. That accumulates over time. It's not like once and it's like, it's the little things that accumulate over time. So it's the same thing. It's drugs, over the counter. And that's the way it is. So you 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 pick your poison. We're all gonna we're all gonna go like you said. Mm-hmm. If you're happy doing that, cool. But if you do get something and you're crying at somebody's funeral, because they didn't take the right precautions. So I don't, you know, who is it on? Who is it on? Exactly. <laughs> is it on the people that's like pushing it on you <clears throat> to make you think you have no choice? Or is it like, you know what I'm saying? You can buy kale. Like, you don't have to be rich to buy kale. You can save money on kale. Buy kale, 99 cents at the grocery shop. Let that fill you up. I would say a lot of that is the way you're taught and the way you're brought up too. Yeah. Because I can't say I grew up in a in in a family that knew about health shit up until uh-huh. like just recently. And I um, could say like just being healthy sometimes too. And I'm I'm gonna say for the people that are thinking it, just because you're healthy doesn't mean you live a long life too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you might you might be like, okay, I'm eating healthy, but like you. Adding that extra stress of like, oh my god, I watch I gotta watch this when I eat it, whatever. That can accumulate too. You know what I'm saying? So, like you say always too, a healthy balance of everything. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself to French fries once in a while. Treat yourself to, uh, you know, just listen to your body more. Mm-hmm. Listen to your head and your, your thoughts more often. You know, mental health. Mm-hmm. I think that if we're talking about this is the wave, that's the wave. Mm-hmm. That's something that's always going to be a constant. Mm-hmm. You know, your body lets you know. It's like, oh, my knees hurt. Well, you got too much weight on them. That's why. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that, I feel, is a lot of it's the lack of knowledge. Number one, number two, is just 
the way you're programmed culturally. Yeah. Um, I like see. I would it, say yeah. in my culture, rice and beans every fucking day, That's every it. meal, rice and beans, rice and beans, carbs, 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 carbs. carbs. So um, there's that. There's the systematic piece where it's like you're in a community and it doesn't have access to healthier foods or exactly. healthier food options. There's Jay's uh, preaching right now. Listen, I'm saying, listen, man, there's, listen. There's a bunch of things that come to it. There's listen. Uh, abuela that comes and she cooks her meals and same thing. It's like grease, canola yeah. oil. All this fatty stuff. So, and you know what's crazy? Because <clears throat> I had this conversation with Ange. I said, she said, like a lot of the time, those things are nostalgic to you. Mm-hmm. Like the bad habits are comfort food, and you can't change that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like somebody that was raised on Chef Boyardee and Kraft Mac and Cheese, because their mom served it to them and that's all they knew or that's all they had at one moment, that's a comfort food they might go to. Mm-hmm. Does it make it a good habit? No. Mm-hmm. A lot of things are bad habits out here. Just because it was normalized in your life, sometimes you have to unlearn a lot of the mm-hmm. things that you learn for the benefit of yourself and your family. Amen. So I was going to say that. <clears throat> I was saying all of that just to say that. It's like there's a lot of unlearning to do. Yeah. Because you're taught certain things that were taught to them mm-hmm. meaning your parents and then they teach that onto you yeah it's up to you to be the cycle breaker think know? about like me and friends right people wake up and the first thing that you eat is like we have like a chauson pom which is like uh apple turnover or you get a pound chocolat is like uh people know it's like a chocolate croissant and then you're having coffee it could be black or maybe you're putting sugar into it some people got like jellies nutellas orange juice it's like, unfortunately, my godfather, he has diabetes. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, lunch comes around, right? Because like France, like, you know, again, we're talking about other countries. It's usually like mad pure, right? Mm-hmm. Not a lot of fillers, not a lot of GMOs. All that shit is out the pocket. But it doesn't mean that your cholesterol level can't be fucking through the roof. Mm-hmm. Your sugar levels can't be through the roof. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's the same thing. I can't wake up every day as a Frenchman culturally and say okay let me start out with my chocolate croissant Mm -hmm. let me um do some fatty sausage and buttered up mashed potatoes for lunch and let's uh finalize it again with some nice uh gelato ice cream at dinner and this and that and you do this every day yeah you can't like in france where my dad lives right Mm -hmm. you go into the village unless you're a main city like paris or lyon uh, Ren, anywhere like San Tropez, like those places, maybe you'll find a wheatgrass shop place. Outside of that, nothing. They just, that's the thing, like Europe can be mad advanced in some ways, but in the other way, it's like milk is still good for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it could mm-hmm. be to a certain extent, like yogurts are good for you, whatever. The, mm-hmm. But like, you're not going to go, you're not going to find a Whole Foods and be like, oh, I can get coconut milk. It's like, and if you do, you're paying for that Pretty organic, funny. biologic, you know, <clears throat> high, crazy price for it. And that's like, do you want to do that? No. No. I mean, and that's the thing. I saw somebody post the other day. It was like, this is America, right? And they put a cheeseburger for a dollar, a McDonald's cheeseburger for a dollar, and then a salad for $10, you know, when it costs a dollar to make that salad. Exactly. So, and that's, that's not even like GMO free or probably clean. 
It's crazy. So that is the world we live in, man. But um, we, we, <laughs> we, 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 we got mad French there. <laughs> so Rich went on that rant to say, build your immunity system, build your immune system. Yes. By making better choices. Yeah. With your health. Like for me, I realized, right? Like when my appendix was about to burst in the past, I can't say, you know what? I'm just going to eat healthy from this day on. Doctors are like, listen, bro, you came in and I'm glad that you came in because you are about on the verge of dying. Mm -hmm. So you need surgery. They got to put your ass to sleep and you're in so much fucking pain. You do need the morphine. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I couldn't say no. So that's why I say like there is a great uh, medical world and technological advancement. In our world, where it's sometimes you need those things, and I'm blessed to live in that world, because if not, my ass would have been grass. Not wheatgrass. Not wheatgrass. <laughs> and with that said, I know we go into oh, yeah. the gallery. The gallery. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make this mad simple, right? Since we were talking about health, and you and I educated ourselves with keto and all these other things, right? So if you guys go onto YouTube or Instagram... Look up these two guys because they are mad informative on health, scientific to the T. Look up Thomas DeLauer and Flav City. Mm -hmm. These two guys will give you a very, one will give you an advanced complicated way and one will give you a straightforward basic. If you want a better understanding, go the Flav City route. (laughs) And then once you know what he's talking about, then you level up to... Thomas DeLauer. Thomas DeLauer, the super scientist, buff scientist. But very health conscious. They're both males, but they cater to both the female and male um, health regimes within, you know, the health world. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I would say they're really reliable and they've taught me a lot. YouTube University in general. Let that be your best friend. Love YouTube University. Yes. Is that your gallery shadow? Yeah, I would say so. Just because it was like a cool transition. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, let me hit it like that. So Flav City, that's F-L-A-V-C-I-T-Y. Dad jokes all day. <laughs> yeah, I, I followed him a lot when I was on keto because he does a lot of keto meals. Um, he was my savior. Jay put say. me onto Flav City. I put Thomas DeLauer onto Jay. Yeah. And they did a collaboration. Oh, man. When I saw that, I was like, tears. (laughs) That was like the Avengers coming together. Right. (laughs) The Keto Avengers. Um, Who would you make Flav City and who would you make Thomas? Flav City is Dave. Definitely like a mixture between Ant-Man and... Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. Because he has like that scientific background where he knows what he's talking about, but he's really silly. And then Thomas is like Thor. Thomas is definitely like Thor and Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. And Tony Tony Stark. That's we're on the same page. There you go. And he's built like Captain America. <laughs> Shout out to those guys Shout educating those everybody. Guys, but yeah, I, I definitely highly recommend those two um, because uh, they're very knowledgeable. Again, Flav City is more understandable and Thomas DeLauer is more on the scientific level. He he well, brings out bring out some words that are just like what the hell are you talking about? Even though I'm using a Star, Star Wars term, he'll be like the Metachlorians. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so yeah. So shout out to those guys. Um, the gallery artist I want to shout out is our boy Lawrence. 
Mr. Overlanding Photography. Yes. The man, Lawrence Liederman. We met Lawrence through Arthur Mm -hmm. at Fashion Week, at a Fashion Week event. When we met him several years ago, he was just getting into photography. Mind you, he had that top of the line Sony A9 camera. Mm-hmm. So he, he was honest to, with us. He was like, dude, guys, this is my first time. I just got this camera. I love photography. I don't know what I'm doing. Can you guys show me something? And literally, Rich took him to a corner. He was like, yeah, do these settings, yada, yada. And every time we saw him, we would see him maybe like once every like month or two mm-hmm. at these events. And he would level up every single time. Crazy. Um, and now he, I would say he's probably making way more money than us the, doing photography. The crazy part is that Lawrence special, uh, specializes in realty photography where he gets paid the big bucks. Mm-hmm. He's had landscape, landscape photography. Yeah. He's had two B&H sessions where he talks about mm-hmm. his experience and his photography strategies mm-hmm. within that line of work, which if B&H reaches out to you, first of all, mm-hmm. to be one of their speakers, like that's a crazy honor within the photography world. So mm-hmm. shout outs to Lawrence for sure. Yeah, man. And now <clears throat> um so super dope, man. I love I love his work. He's actually built and I've been following him building his truck, his yeah. Jeep, into like a like what would you call that? Like a live-in vehicle, basically. Yeah, he, it, like he it, it's a there. very small mobile home. Right. Um, he loves just getting up and going. I wouldn't say it's unplanned, mm-hmm. but he's just ready for anything. Like he's ready to camp out at the Grand Canyon, mm-hmm. travel all the way back up north. Like he, he's 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 a very um, I don't know, a wild man, spontaneous maybe, a little spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Um, Good-hearted guy, free, free-minded person. I guess. Yeah. Every time I'm in B and H, like literally, I've bumped into bump Lawrence into him, like twice now. I'm just at B and H in the lighting section, and Lawrence is like, "What's up, bro?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Lawrence, what are you doing here?" And he's like, "You know, I live here." <laughs> yeah. So, um, I wanted to show you if you guys are looking for dope landscape photography, he's taking a ton of really, really, really dope photos. Like he's getting yeah. up at like three o'clock in the morning and taking Scott uh, pictures of this fucking. Yeah. And you know he does shit. he does like all his photography because he does a certain technique called bracketing. Mm-hmm. And bracketing is like when you don't use um any type of outsourcing light, you use natural light, but he's taking like um exposures at all di- he's taking <clears throat> multiple pictures at all different exposures and he's compiling them in Lightroom or Photoshop. So again, between the window exposure, the interior exposure, Everything looks crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. So check him out over Overlanding Photography. Like always, I'll put the name right in here somewhere. Uh, so yeah, he's my gallery artist, and I remember one conversation we I had with him specifically that I thought about a couple of weeks, uh, months ago is that um, he came up to us maybe like a year after he started doing photography, and he told us literally that photography saved his life. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, he yeah. dropped everything, all the bad habits, the whatever he was doing. I don't know if exactly. he was doing anything, but he was saying specifically alcohol. He was like, I dropped, I stopped drinking. Um, I invested everything into this photography equipment, and I've been in love ever since. So, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Lawrence, you the man. 
And be safe out there, man. This guy's like in the middle of nowhere, sleeping in his truck, yeah. showering in his outside of his truck and stuff like that. I think that's really dope. I've always wanted to take a trip out there and just like stargaze. He might feel so. more free than a lot of people do right now. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. So, um, that was signal check with Chet Michael. Hey, <laughs> Um, I think that's it for now. We're going to have to get Ronnie Flani and Chet Michaels (laughs) t-shirts where we both have like really crazy like 80s band hair. You know what they remind me of? Do you know who? um, I'll tell you right now. Bon Jovi? (laughs) No, Shawn Michaels had a tag team partner back in the day. I think his name Marty Jannetty. Marty Janetti. So this would be us right here. You're Marty Janetti right ate a meatball parm hero every day of this his is life. Ronnie Flani and Chet Michaels. Yo, <laughs> can we put our faces in that and make it the new uh, Ronnie Flani and Chet Michaels? Yo, can we make that? Us. Like, can we like Photoshop our faces in there? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be the blonde one. Yeah. You be the brunette, and then kind of sucks that I got to be Marty Janetti, but <laughs> it just makes sense though. <laughs> yeah. But uh, every time you say Ronnie Flotty and uh, Chet Michaels, that's who I think about. Who is? I think there is a Chet Michaels. Really? It has to be. I don't know. Somewhere in the world there's a Chet Michaels just letting Chet it loose. Chet Michaels is a fictional character from San Andreas movie. Once again. San Andreas Quake movie. You've been tuned in. It does not exist. To this terrible reception podcast and radio show. Yeah, radio show. On... We don't play the social game. Don't you play the we long one. Um, make sure to go on YouTube, like always, like, subscribe, leave a comment, turn on the bell notification so you get a notification every time we drop a video. And make sure you go to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating, leave a review. It takes five seconds. Go to Spotify um, and just follow the podcast. Follow the music. I never tell you guys to follow the music. Music is our first passion. Yep. Make sure you stream, stream, stream. If you want to play our music on shuffle and fall asleep to it and let it play all night, we will greatly appreciate you and we'll visit you in your dreams and give you a kiss on your forehead because streaming numbers but not like don't it. pay a lot of money. But, but not like in the Joe Biden way. No, definitely not. More like in... Uh, like a hormone monster type of way. Mm. All right. <laughs> You're like, hey. Hey, buddy, here's a kiss. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we'll let you guys in. We're going to ride out to... Uh, let me uh, play a little brand new right here. I don't know. What song do you want to play? You want to play an old joint? What are you playing? Actually, look up this song that I discovered today. I was going to promote us. Oh, us. Okay. You know what? I'll, I'm going to hit you guys. It's been hot out there. I'm going to hit you... Because we come from Jersey. Drive, We're going to hit you with the garden. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Just a little garden. I decided today that I want to add that to our performance playlist moving forward. Because I look back at our performance video and it's just... Oh, I was playing it from my phone. I excuse myself. You know what it is? Like when you're on um, when you're on the Procaster, you have to connect. And you have to do things when you're not on it all the time. Here we go. I, 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 I.
How you make a feather feel like a brick? Everything a burden bridge is burning quick. How we supposed to make it to the other side? Why water flowers when they wanna die? Welcome to the garden. We have this platform and never play our music. We're going to do that moving forward. Maybe do a little live performances. Yeah, you never know, man. But again, thank you guys for riding out with us. Yeah, man. Remember to follow the music and just tell... This week, your homework is to just tell one friend about Benetton. Yeah. Tell them about the podcast. Most importantly, tell them about the music because that's our number one passion. Um, because 20 people turn to 40. Right. 40 people turn into 80. Right. And it we just get, keeps we get consistent 20 to all together on all platforms. We get a consistent 50 to 60 listeners. So we don't even make money off of this. This is pure pleasure. This is yeah, like some psychotic have, thing that we do. Yeah, we just have fun doing it. We'd <laughs> love to get paid one day, but you know, we can't do that without you guys. But no. you know, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this is episode 30, what did I say? 39. 39. We're almost at 40, guys. We'll do something special for 40. You know what? For 40, mm-hmm. we're going to drink a 40 ounce of one of these guys. That'd be nice. Let's play Edward 40 hands. You ever play that? Yes. Where we like both. Yeah. We got to do the whole episode and tape two 40 ounces to our You know, I'm always talking with my hands, so I'm going to be spilling it all over this equipment. <laughs> By the halfway through the first one, you're going to be spilling it all over the program. I'll be like, thing. yeah. Like twisted as hell. But what I was going to say is that we have the beauty of Collins. Oh, yes. With the Rode Procaster. So for our 40th episode, we Maybe want your feedback. Check-ins. If you've been on the podcast, <clears throat> if you listen to the podcast, we are going to give you a time and date, whether you are Pacific, West Coast time, or Atlantic, Eastern time, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll get it popping. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you guys all my uh, personal info. Like, you know, you can take my social security number, my... <laughs> Somebody already did. No. I know. <laughs> but yeah, man, thanks again. Episode 39 in the books. Uh remember Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays we play at 9 a.m. on Power Power 98.5 radio. So download the apps if you want to. Uh I encourage you to because that makes us look cool. Uh makes our boss look cool too. You know, download it. Listen to it. Use it. It's a cool playlist on there. If you want to just play the music on there, make sure you play our music. So, all right. Now I'm rambling. So, with Jet Plane J and Trave Zeus. We don't play this. So- oh, I'm sorry. I messed you up with that one. Yeah, man. Let me just give you what you want. And that's been another episode of Terrible Reception Radio with Jay Suarez in the morning and Trapezoo. <laughs> Why'd you sound like the police officer from Family Guy? I don't know. All right. <laughs> with that said, we're hitting him with the intro in the outro. Wham-bam. We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5.